You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hello, everybody. Um, it is just me again today. Welcome to episode 44 of Heart and Soul. Let me know what y'all think of these solo episodes. Um, the first one felt really awkward for me, but I feel like maybe I'm kind of getting used to it. Obviously, it wouldn't happen every week, but every now and then just to drop a little um, here's what's going on in my life episode would be kind of fun to share with y'all. Um, all right. Well, today I had planned on sharing all about my postpartum anxiety that I've been going through, but the more I think about sharing, well, I'll definitely share what I'm going through, but I'm not through it. So I don't want to come on here and I guess pretend like I've gotten through this or that I know the answer to, to fix or resolve feelings of anxiety because I definitely don't. Um, but I do kind of want to let y'all in on what I've been going through. I feel like I've been kind of MIA on like social media, if you follow me, um, and also just kind of more isolated in life because of having a baby. Um, and there's a reason to it. It's because I've been dealing with some, just some mental battles. Um, and yeah, let me just dive into that. And then I was going to share some, like, here's my revelation of like what I've learned to get through this, but I'm honestly still in it just to be completely transparent with y'all. So I don't want to sit here and speak into that and pretend like everything's together or all together because it's not. Um, but I did put out a post on social media, on Instagram stories and asked, what are some things that you do to help you when you're feeling anxious? And I'm going to read those at the end of the episode. It's going to be a really short episode, but I'm going to read those to hopefully give you some ideas if maybe you're like struggling or dealing with, um, feelings of anxiety or stress or even depression. Um, so yeah, hopefully those will help you at the end. And then one day when I feel like, um, I'm a little bit more through this hump, I will do a whole nother episode on, um, on the other side and then maybe even bring like a professional on because I don't want to speak into something that I'm not, um, a professional. I just, sorry, I can't speak, but maybe I'll bring like a therapist on or something one day to kind of speak into anxiety and depression on a deeper level. Um, but yeah, here's some things that I've been going through. I obviously had a baby and I think what really shocked me the most about having a baby was, um, what I didn't know about the fourth trimester. Um, and this isn't to scare anyone who's pregnant or wants to have a baby because at the end of the day, it's totally worth it, but it is very difficult and no one really talks about it. Um, so some things that I've really struggled with since having William are just, um, feeling like I've lost a sense of independence um, and I know that you might hear that and think that that sounds selfish. 
And I don't, I want you to know that like my heart isn't selfish in that it's more like, I love my child so much and he's like everything to me, but, um, you lose a little bit of, well, you lose all your independence for a good while while you're helping keep this human alive. And for someone who is, I I guess I kind of pride, I would pride myself on my schedule and my independence and things that I did on my own, like my business or my workouts or just my routine. I was like really kind of addicted to my routine. Um, That's kind of stripped away from you. And you are at the, you know, beck and call of this little baby who needs you at all times. I mean, you are their source of food, comfort, um, nurturing, everything. You are taking care of them completely and they need you. And so your needs kind of go out the door for a little bit. And I think what I really battled with was not expecting that. Um, I know that sounds kind of silly because it's like, duh, you had a baby. Of course, you're going to need to take care of it like 24-7. But I don't know. I guess I just didn't have a mental preparation for that. And it really took me by um, surprise. And so that was something that kind of started messing with my head. Um, I've also always kind of struggled with a little bit of anxiety ever since I had my eating disorder. And so, um, I kind of mentioned this on a pod on Chelsea's podcast, which I was on last week, but the thoughts that I would have in my head were very similar to the style of thoughts that I had when I was in my eating disorder. And I don't mean thoughts of like counting calories or, um, thoughts of like body image or anything like that. It was more so thoughts of control. Like a lot of the reasons why people um, develop eating disorders is to find something that they can control in their life when everything else feels out of control. And so for my fourth trimester, I felt like I was in this season of complete lack of control. And so what I would do is like have very um, almost OCD style thoughts of things that I could control. So if it was something from maybe one specific example is like bottle washing. Um, we, we feed him, well, we feed him combo breast milk and formula now, but we feed him from the bottle fully now. And, um, it, like what I'll do is I will control to a T like where the bottles, the dirty bottles go and when they get cleaned and how they get stacked back up and when they get refilled again. And it's just like this weird OCD thing that happens in my head. And what it turns into is if something in your mind or your mental routine doesn't go according to plan, then you get anxious. So you kind of spiral from there. So I was finding little things to be obsessed with or little things to control in a season where everything was out of control. And whenever one of those things wouldn't go according to plan because newborns are very unpredictable, then I would kind of spiral mentally. Um, If this doesn't make any sense to you, it's probably because you have learned how to deal with those thoughts. And I just haven't yet, if I'm being completely honest. But that's just... um, kind of what I've been dealing with. My mental space has been like very limited. I have really felt like 
uh, I felt isolated and then I've also felt like I've been isolating myself on purpose to kind of, I guess, ignore um, the rest of the world. But all that to say is I really started advocating for myself um, in the last few weeks, really in the last month. And I talked with my midwife about my anxiety and got prescribed to some medication and I feel a lot better now that I'm on that medication and also have been reaching out to a therapist and I'm taking steps um, to kind of get to the other side, but it was a whirlwind. I mean, there were, there were so many things that, and still things that I struggle with, like breastfeeding was really hard for me. Um, you know, not being able to exercise for six weeks was really difficult for me because that's like something that I, one, am really passionate about and two, kind of put a lot of my identity in. So I think what having a baby does and what, I guess what having a baby does and or maybe just what losing some sort of sense of control does is it kind of brings to the surface things that you may be idolized or things that you let define you and you're kind of stripped bare and having to like really deal with what's going on in your heart of hearts. So that's kind of what the season I'm in right now is. I'm just kind of um, on a path to healing and on a path to kind of finding um, my new self in this new season of life, like learning who I am as a mom and a business owner and a friend and a wife and um, a daughter and a sister and just kind of learning how my mind I guess not learning how my mind, but maybe just, I guess, figuring out like where I go when I'm at my weakest. And instead of letting myself get to those weakest parts, learning how to combat them with like very healthy ways, um, whether that's therapy or um, whatever it is, whatever I figure out, we'll see. But I'm going to, I'm definitely going to dive deeper into my postpartum journey. If that's something that you're interested in, if not, like feel free to message me and be like, that's not what this podcast is for. But I just know that with the, um, slogan of shameless living, like I always want to come and show up and be transparent for y'all and what I'm going through. I don't want to pretend like I have it all together. And the last 12 weeks I have not had it all together. Um, so I guess like I'm not going to expand much more just yet because like I said earlier, I just don't really know what to say. But what I'm thankful for is y'all stepping in and sharing some ways that you cope when you're feeling anxious. Um, And hopefully these will encourage all. So I'm gonna read those to you now. Um, One person obviously said therapy, it's the best thing she ever did. Another person said natural supplements that help her that she takes before in the morning and before bed. Another person said going for a walk, which I love too. That always helps calm my mind. Cooking and baking. I can't say that I love that because I'm terrible at it, but I can see how it would be therapeutic. Um, And then talking it out with someone, which always helps. I mean, obviously bringing things to the surface is what this podcast is all about. So yes. Um, Another person said talking to myself out loud, which actually is very helpful. Like if you just kind of process what you're feeling with yourself, it's kind of like when people say write it out in a journal and it kind of like leaves your head. Um, 
that actually is a really helpful thing. And then she said Taco Bell helps her, which girl food helps me too. Um, and a good long hug with someone. Um, this girl said walks outside again, uh, but she said, but not for cardio, just to reflect and mindfully breathe, which I really enjoyed. Like not going out for a walk just to say you got your movement in today, but more so being present in the moment and like taking in the fresh air and really thinking and being mindful um, while you're walking. This person said journaling or naming what I'm feeling, saying it out loud, um, Sometimes it's just nothing and it just gets overwhelming from nothing, which I get. Like sometimes you have a thought that really isn't prevalent in your life, but like it spirals so far in your head that it feels daunting. And then you're like, wait, why am I even stressed about this? It's not even a thing. Um, someone said taking a shower, um, listening to other podcasts, praying, taking a walk outside, Another walk outside, totally with you on praying, and hopefully this podcast can be one that you go to when you're feeling anxious. <laughs> um, another person said, making a list at night of five to seven tasks for work or et cetera for the next day that you can check off. It makes the task feel manageable, and writing them down helps keep me from stressing at night. I actually am going to put this into practice because what one of my biggest like anxious feelings is the fact that I'm not a very good sleeper and it's all just like um a vicious cycle because the reason I don't sleep is because I'm thinking of something I have to do the next day or something I have to be up early for the next day and what I end up doing at night is overthinking those tasks or counting down the hours I don't know if I'm alone in this but I'm sure I'm not counting down the hours till I have to wake up and being like Okay, if I fall asleep right now, then I'll get six hours. If I fall asleep right now, then I'll get this many hours. And then you stay up thinking about that, and then you end up losing hours, and it feels so daunting in your head. So I really, all that to say, I really like the idea of making a list at night um, of things that you're thinking about and then saving them for the next day. Like they're written down. Hopefully they're out of your head at that point, and then you can tackle them the next day. Okay, um, and therapy, yes, we are pro-therapy, prayer, CBD oil, something I need to try, intentional movement, something I love. Um, meditating on scripture, for sure, that is so helpful, just like really meditating on what is actually true. I know I've said this before on the podcast, but um, I'm obsessed with Brene Brown because one thing that she says, she's a shame and vulnerability coach not coach. She actually has a PhD in shame and vulnerability. So she writes a lot of books on it and does a lot of research on it. And, um, she said one thing that she always says is what is the story I'm telling myself in my head right now? And what is actually true, which I have to do at least every three minutes <laughs> because I can go from zero to a hundred in my head with a story that I'm telling myself and it could be so far from what is actually true. Um, and it takes me to very dark places. So taking a second to pause and remember what is true. So meditating on scripture is good, is really good for that because it, it, let's just say it's about your identity. If I was saying like, ah, oh, I feel so worthless or I, 
I'm like, I'm so dumb or something like that. Then I could read scripture that says, you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are God's masterpiece. Like I could quote those things over me. So the story I'm telling myself is that I'm worthless, but the, what's actually true is that I am a masterpiece. Um, so yes, anyways, love that. Routines, someone put routines for anxiety, which I, I can totally relate to. I am a routine oriented person, sometimes to a detriment. Um, but if you can come up with a routine that is like mentally freeing for you, um, schedules sometimes are actually very um, soothing for people. So I know it can overwhelm like a, maybe a non type A person, but a schedule for a type A person is so helpful. Um, because it just, I don't know, it just makes everything feel a little less chaotic. Um, okay. Another person said cleaning, which I can kind of relate to. I'm not a big fan of cleaning, but whenever I'm super stressed out, cleaning my house actually helps me like start fresh. Um, so I totally get that. This person says crying it out, been there, done that every hour for the last 12 weeks. <laughs> Crying is so therapeutic. Deep breaths, taking a second to pause, be in the present moment, take a deep breath, um, do something like a child's pose or a shavasana or something still. Um, that's always really helpful. This person said wine in a bath, which I am here for. Scripture, we've got um, still trying to figure that out. Me too, girlfriend. <laughs> This person said, wine, deep breaths, walks outside, crying, and my mom, my mom is definitely someone I go to when I'm feeling anxious, so I totally get that. Um, therapy, medication, check, check, exercise, check, um, and giving yourself grace, which is something I am constantly needing to work on. Um, we've got CBD oil again, we've got... Um, working out time away from your family, which might seem like, I don't know, you might think that, that sounds cruel, but I actually do to completely understand that. Like having alone me time is so therapeutic for regrouping so that when you come back to your family or to your child or to your spouse or to your friends, even you are really able to be present with them and not feel um, the chaos that you were once feeling. So taking like a second to be still with yourself, gather your thoughts, take care of yourself and advocate for yourself. It allows you to show up better for the people in your life. Um, and without taking it out on them, like taking out your anxiety or your stress on them. That's definitely something that I am learning that I do with Michael. Like I really take out my stress on him to the point where like, if I don't sleep well, it almost feels like I'm blaming him for that, even though it's not his fault, but I'm just taking it out on him when I should be kind of taking a second to pause, regroup, remember what's true, be in the present moment, do something that makes me feel, um, like myself, like exercise or going for a walk or what, whatever it is, and then regroup before I take it out on someone that I love reading a good book and staying off social media. That's something that I've been trying to do at night um, to help me fall asleep better is getting off my phone, off social media. And I actually, a friend got me a Kindle, which is so sweet, um, to read a book instead at night um, without a lot of bright light, without scrolling, without comparison. 
Instead, just focus on a new story and kind of escape the thoughts of your mind with someone else's story. That was actually, that's been super helpful helpful for me. And it actually really helped me during pregnancy as well. In the middle of night, in the middle of the night, I tend to wake up and then it's really hard for me to go back to bed. Um, so during pregnancy, what I did was instead of waking up and just thinking about going back to bed, and this is not an every night thing. I struggled with this pretty much every night, but I would try to reach for a book or my Kindle and read that to kind of escape the thoughts of like counting down the hours or, you know, whatever woke me up in the first place. Um, sitting down in the shower, this is what someone said, which I think actually I've never done, but I think that'd actually be very soothing, um, closing your eyes and declaring truth while you do so. Um, something about maybe the water hitting you would make you feel just grounded in a sense. And the sitting down part would probably make you feel even more grounded, um, yeah. So those are just a few things that some people said, oh wait, there's some more worship music on repeat, um, taking a bath, watching a comforting TV show. This I actually do as well. I'll put on a show that I've seen like a million times, like Grey's Anatomy or Friends or New Girl or something like that, and just let it play in the background, um, or watch it. And it kind of just like, I guess because you know what to expect it takes away some sort of anxiety in you. I don't know where the like trigger in your brain is for that, but it does make me feel a little like, um, I guess more at peace. It sounds so silly because I'm watching friends, but because I know what's about to happen, it just feels better for my mind. Um, what else? Giving my, giving myself permission to have small breaks away from my overthinking. That's actually, Really, really good advice. Give yourself permission to take a breath, to take a a second to pause, to step away from what's making you stressed. Whatever is stressing you out can wait. Um, And instead, take a second for yourself because that second that you take for yourself can really catapult you in to the rest of your day in such a more positive way. Um, Lying on my back with something weighted, Um, that's again, that grounding method. Um, that's why in yoga, Shavasana feels so peaceful. It's actually how we end every soul class because there's something about grounding yourself on your back with your arms and your legs limp and just laying there realizing like, I am just here still in this present moment. And that is completely enough. So yeah, I just want to thank y'all for sending those in because, those were all super, super encouraging for me. Um, in fact, the, the night that I posted, like, what are some things you do when you're feeling anxious was actually a night that I was feeling really anxious. Um, so again, talking it out with your friends, like I, I really turned to y'all online to really help me in that moment. And those were some things that I did put into practice. Um, again, like I am in it right now. So I know that when someone sends you things to do when you're feeling anxious, it sometimes can frustrate you because you're like, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Like you don't understand what's going on in my head. Um, Those are some of the like bite backs that I've had. Um, Even when I was receiving these messages, you know, sometimes I would read them and I'd be like, 
Ugh, that like didn't work for me. Like, I don't like, it doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for you. It doesn't work for me. And you kind of get frustrated. But again, like you need to figure out and advocate for yourself what works for you. So if CBD and meditation works for one person, that might not be your thing. Maybe your thing is getting outside. Maybe your thing is taking a nap. Maybe your thing is going to Taco Bell. (laughs) You know, like that, that girl said, like, Whatever it is, you need to figure out what brings you mental joy in a moment of stress and anxiety. Focus on yourself in that moment, and then you can you are able to regroup and be a better version of yourself for others for the rest of the day. I also want to just say that if none of those things are working and you just feel like you're anxious, That doesn't take away any of your worth. If you feel stressed out for a day, a week, a month, seasons ebb and flow, and some seasons bring about different obstacles, different struggles, um, different things that we have to get through. And with that comes, you know, different mental capacities. And so if you are in a pit right now, like I have been in, just to be honest, that's okay. You will get out. You have gotten out before and you will get out again. We as women and as children of God are resilient and we have been given this beautiful blessing of endurance through the Holy Spirit that we can truly get through anything, but also Jesus wept and he allows you to sit in those moments if you're in them and just be there. So it's okay if you don't listen to this podcast episode and then immediately feel relief if you're going through a season of anxiety like I am. That's okay. These are just little pieces of encouragement to hopefully help you and and ultimately make you feel less alone. So if you are dealing with that, know that you are not alone I am with you and we will get through this because we are strong (laughs) and um, we can get through anything together and with the help of God. So I love y'all so much and thank you for just listening to me vent and rant about what I'm going through. One of these days, once I feel like I have a better grasp on what I'm currently going through and, (laughs) and how to get through it, I will definitely dive deeper into that. But if y'all have any questions or um, just anything you want to say about anything that I've read today or anything that I've said, please like always feel free to DM me. I read my DMs and um, I will respond. So you can DM me on my personal page at kcall or you can DM me at the at heart and soul podcast or you can even email me at heart and soul podcast at gmail.com. If there are any other topics that you kind of want me to dive deeper into for these solo episodes, I'd also love to hear. Um, I'd also love to share about things that you want to hear about. <laughs> so please send me some recommendations and I will definitely dive deeper into that. Um, I love y'all so much and thank you for listening to me and for being there for me and allowing me to show up completely as I am. Y'all have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.
Whoa!